a Shishkin Productions podcast. Do you uh, have any spots for another editor on your uh, Tree Fort team this year? I was wondering when I was going to get the call. If I was going to do you want do you want to go? Because we actually do. Said no. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You said no when you had when you had the family. You giving up on them yet? Hey, what's up, Sizzlers? Welcome to another Yo. episode of the Sizzle Real Podcast. Welcome, welcome. We are here. It's, <laughs> the lights have been dimmed. The lights you, have been You know dimmed. what that means. It's time to to tell you where we are. We're in the Matt H. King Memorial Podcast Arena and Lounge. And Lounge. That's right. It's a lounge now. We uh, speak easy. Yeah. You know, the recession has hit. We're just some lounge lizards. We're, uh, we're, we're, selling, uh, we're selling liquor. But hmm. on the on the low low, yeah, yeah. Don't tell anyone. No, you don't. Yeah, don't don't like say that on a microphone or never, anything. Never yeah. saying it. I mean, don't worry, no one listens. It's okay. Hey. It's uh, we yeah, we we're uh, we don't have our liquor license yet, but we will sell you some tequila. Well, no. Come so here, here's how it works. We will not sell you tequila. No. We will sell you post production and give you free, <laughs> free tequila. tequila. <laughs> Honestly, we do that. We do that. It's true. Um. Uh, speaking of Matt H. King, he got a, a cease and desist from a Shutterstock. Did he really? Yeah. They said, you're logged in in too many accounts. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, was It wasn't us. Because we don't use no, Shutterstock. we don't use Shutterstock. I don't, think anyone, I don't think he is logged in in all these different places. So he just said, that's not true. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and they said, okay. Wow. So now you know. If anyone ever asks you something, you just got to be like, that's not true. Dude, could you imagine if like Maxon or a giant was like, hey, you're on too many computers. If Maxon told me I'm on too many computers, I would just be like, uh, let's just cancel everything. 100%. We don't really need your shit. Like, yeah. we, are, we already like fund you. I don't know. We don't fund you that much. I guess it's what? 200 bucks a year on three different times yeah something like 600 that bucks a year i uh, a couple weeks ago i sent off an export and then uh it's weird because a- amy qc'd it and then the client was like there's this uh this screen on on one of the one of the photos and it just says universe is on license i saw that i was like how did that even happen how well, did that get hey, through all three of us that that means it didn't get QC'd properly. I don't know. It's it's crazy. Um, That's on you guys. You QC'd this stuff I just did today, but I think you did a better job this time. It looks good. Yeah. Everything was looking crazy, groovy, crisp. Yeah. It was actually a little... Uh, it, it was a little soft. A little soft. That's all right. But, you know, it was, it was what it was. The content was good. That's what matters. Oh my God, the content was fire. Yeah. And uh, people are going to be watching on the phone. Yeah. Um, we can't tell you what it is. No, we can't. It's yet. amazing. Can't tell it's you amazing. Yet. Um, I got to be honest, I'm sure you can already tell if you're a seasoned listener of the show. Yeah. This is one of those where we're just winging it. We don't really have anything. Like, yeah. We don't even have a rundown. No. Uh, we got nothing. Oh, you had, you, you did put something there's, in there. There's one the thing shit. in there. All right, well, let's, let's start with this, the, where they can find us and then we'll get of to course, all Of course, of course. Well, we are at Sizzle Real Gang on Twitter and Instagram. We are Sizzle Real Gang at gmail.com. Send us an email. And yeah. if you don't want to send us an email, you can send us a text. Yep. You know, we, yep. we never mentioned that. But we always say to call the Sizzle Reel cold, cold line. line. That's right. But you can text the you Sizzle can. Reel cold line as well. Yeah. And that number is 332-333-4361. Yeah. Call in or text in. Yeah. Text in. That's I, another. Either is cool. Wow. Matt has become the producer for this episode because really all this content. He's the one who asked. And he was like, can true. I text in? Well, I guess you can You can try. I don't know if we mentioned this on the show, but uh, we, we when we were 
testing the uh, the sizzle reel cold line to see if it was still functional. Apparently, on the the voicemail, we call it the hotline. We do call it the hotline. We so, <laughs> do call it the hotline. It's kind of ridiculous. It's a, little, it's a little messed up. It's uh, it's ice cold um, right now. It has it been is, for a few months. It's a tundra. But that, that's a, all right. It's a barren tundra. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Here, let me send you a text from the sizzle reel cold line. See if uh, see if it comes through. Well, I'm not logged in, bro. No, no, I texted you from the sizzle reel. Cold oh, line. you did. You can do that. Well, we'll see. Did it work? Yes, it says hello. <laughs> there you go. That oh, was wow. it. It does work. We oh, are... that's you know we apparently knew this because I have texts from January eighth, twenty twenty. Oh, I texted. <laughs> Just I said two days before that. I remember you were in DC. <laughs> yeah, relax, relax. <laughs> I don't even know when that was. Um, I said test, test. The cold line replied, "No, you." And then it said, oh, you know what? This was probably when it was still my line. Yes, that might have oh, been Oh, that makes a whole that lot of sense. Before, yeah, that was before we had this as real cold. Everything line. is just test, 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 SP work phone, no you. And then hello. And then hello. Yes. Um, well, look, if call, I mean, call, text, do whatever you got to do. Get in touch with us, please, please, please. <laughs> We're not desperate. We, we beg you. We beg you. The next person who calls in and leaves a message gets a free trip to the place of our choice. Yeah, to be absolutely. Revealed, to be and hey, later. hey, look the the edit emu. He he called you today, right? He's still, he we did. still owe him key lime pie and mini golf. He did. He I called, mean, I think the statute of limitations. That's out. He, by he, now, he called me. Yeah, that one's over. He called me. I got to take. I was recording his sister to a Mets game. Well, that's happening next time she comes. I think that's going to be in well ne- in, during the baseball season. Sure, somewhere. sure. But um, uh, Evan called me the emu. He called me during around during around the sound record. So I couldn't answer. Then I called him back. Then he called me back while we were sizzling. Oh, so phone tag. I missed it. But uh-huh. um, we'll get you back, Evan. Well, well you know, I should have. Should you call him now? Yeah, call Maybe him back. We'll give him a call. Tell him we're live. And uh, I'll give him a call right now. We'll see what he, see if he picks up. He probably ain't going to pick up. He's got a, more important things to do. He's got a, a life. He's got a baby. I mean? He's got a life. He's got a wife. He got a baby. Oh, it's the edit emu live on the show. He picks up the call. <laughs> Evan, we're, I got to be honest with you. The we, hotline. Yeah, we're winging it. Um, we're winging it today. We didn't have a, a script or anything, so we said let's just call Evan live on the show. Yeah, why not? How's it oh, going? Well, I got Chris here with me too, farming out the content. This is great. What's up, Evan? Hey, Chris. Kind of hard to hear you, so I'll have to go through Alexi. Yeah, that's so. fine. That's fine. That's better that way. Glad to glad to know you're there. I was, uh, yeah, what's going on, boys? What are we talking about today? Dude, we have no idea yet. Uh, Chris put something in the rundown about uh, Bob's Burgers, and then I think at the end uh, we'll probably talk about like just random bullshit, what we've been up to. We've been kind of overworked this week. I yeah, like. it's been a long week. Oh, okay. Yeah, what about you? What have you been up to? Oh, the industry slowdown, man. Got, uh, got notified today. I got four days I'm working now. No oh. longer a five-day week for... This editor, so I got a little bit more time to work on my side projects for the moment. What are your side projects? I uh, I just picked up a documentary work uh, with a director based in New York uh, named Matt Convoy. He uh, is working on a new feature documentary, and him and I have started cutting a bit. He's he's still in the process of shooting, but he's got some good stuff and putting some scenes together. That's uh, that, that's what AI. I love to hear. It's about a, it's about a guy who uh, is trying to save his mom through artificial intelligence. I'll leave it at that. I don't want to spoil. Yeah, too don't much. don't give away too much. But we'll we'll check <laughs> in with you at some point to see how that's going. Because um, 
I'm I'm a little bit in documentary land myself, and uh, I'm having a, a tree fort documentary. Having, yeah, I'm having a, a hell of a time. It's been it's been terrible. Well, the ups and downs, I'm sure, because I've I've yeah. heard some high moments from you. Yeah, that's true. It's true. Past. Yeah, there have been ups and downs, but we're what's in the middle the, of it. We're in the middle of a down. Challenge? We're in the middle of a down right now. <laughs> what's what's the current challenge with the documentary? Oof, what is the current challenge? Too much to do, too little to do. Um, well, the current challenge is right now like basically there is no budget, so anytime work comes in that that ha- that brings us money and pays bills, it kind of takes priority, right? So like gotcha. So, uh, I haven't, I haven't been able to dedicate as much time as I'd like to it, you know, and every, every time, every hour I do dedicate to it or every day I dedicate to it, I'm like, ah, shit, you know, we're, we're losing money. (laughs) So not a problem of documentary work, but definitely a a capitalism problem, I think. (laughs) Yeah. I, I, I wish I knew what to tell you there. It's a a problem I, I go against too. If only I had the motivation to finish my side projects. As I do to finish the work that I don't care about that I get paid to do, you know. <laughs> I agree. I 100 percent agree because I'm so fucking efficient when it comes to like client work, and then the the what's it called the uh, the passion projects are there, and I'm just like, oh yeah, I'll get to it. Yeah, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. Chris, Chris been working yeah, on a passion project of his own like, over there too. The Have lighting I? in my in my office. So it's like when I turn on that lighting, I'm like, okay, now I'm in the mode. You know, this is good for me. So just a change of scenery. It helps. Yeah, I feel but that. Yeah, Chris is grinding. Chris is doing great. I'm, bro. I'm always doing great. Sorry, it's it's hard to to yell across and also talk into the mic at the same time. But yeah, I'm uh, I'm loving my life. Yeah, Chris has been a uh, Chris has been in agency land for the last few weeks. He's been doing like rip reels, so he's been oh, he's fun. been through the ringer. Yeah, and and I've been on the the schedule of. I've been on the schedule of those agencies and I've learned that agencies work 24 hours a day constantly. Like yeah, la- they, la- they really do. La- last night um there was I think the creative dire- director was in London so we were working at like 10:11 p.m. New York time and then the creative director hopped on a call at like 10:30 so it must have been what like 4 4:30 in the morning in London and it's like oh my god how and, you know, just to replace three shots, it's like, why are you waking up at 4 a.m. to replace three shots that, like, aren't going to be the difference yeah. in in getting the pitch or not? You know, it's just it's just wild. <laughs> yeah. The whole work life balance thing makes sense. They're balanced. It's just the work side is just sitting on the floor. You know, <laughs> it never sways. It's the, all work. The, cra- the craziest oh, yeah, Evan, the craziest part about it is like the fact that. This isn't even for a job that's already been won. You know, this is for like for pitch stuff. So it's like, you know, they they uh, I get that they're putting the work in because, you know, you have to put the work in to get the the job. But just from a post-production perspective, like these hours are going into just just a, a pitch reel to try to win the job. You know, I can't maybe it's easier once the job is won maybe the actual commercial spot's easier to cut i don't have no fucking idea oh it totally is totally is 100 percent. the hard part is all this spitballing and just like dealing with the manic energy of just like what if we did this yeah let's try that let's do this and it's just like all right 
I'd much rather us have a plan and execute on a plan, but while we're spitballing and having fun, you know, a man with experience. Uh, ping pong tables and foosball tables and beer in those agency offices because it's just a playground of ideas and that's fun if that's where you want to stay all day <laughs> but man it's just yeah not for me it's, it, I was glad I was glad I did it for a while but and I thought that was the only place really to be creative in the world and I'm glad I, I learned that's not the case it's definitely um it's 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 weird I I like it I, I enjoy it sometimes but like also I could do it for like maybe like two days a week and then I'd be like, I'm good. I'm done. I don't know. But that's just, uh, that's just how it goes. Yeah. I do want to try to figure out how to, I want to try to figure out how to go from like cutting these like pitch materials to like cutting the actual spots. I think that that's my goal for the next like 12 to 18 months is to try to figure out that pipeline and, and get in there and cut something cool not just cut like a commercial for a local hospital <laughs> or whatever yeah it's tough man i mean i see it happen all the time where it's just like the work gets swept out from under you know the people who really kind of helped generate it and gets handed off to somebody who is more senior or more you know equipped you know perhaps you know, to take over when it's like, Oh my God, this is my baby. And it's like, it's a real, uh, stepping stone. I feel like for amateur workers, you know, to sort of swallow that you don't get to follow your baby to the end. Unless you're like some independent filmmaker, you know, it's just not the way that it works. So so much of it is like, it's, you know, you, you can't, you just can't, you just can't have it. Unfortunately, it just sucks. Like you, it, it, this, there's a lot of, a lot of different things that go into it, not just politics, not just relationships, but also some of it is just like, I don't know, who, who knows? Like if I, what I always say is like, I love our office and I think it's really cool, but it's not the kind of office where like a CMO from like a big company can come and watch something if they want to. It's not it's not built for that. Like we, we can have the creatives in. Yeah, we. we we can have the creatives in here, but we can't have the suits, you know, like it yeah. just does not make sense for, for our setup. And, well, and, if you want, I mean, you know, there's always ways to four wall. That's what they, they call it. Beast one. When they do it. There is like, they basically just lease out, you know, the fancy downtown office, like one edit bay to an independent sort of team come in and meet their clients and eat all the snacks and do all that stuff that's already there. So that's an option. If you want to like quickly scale up, you know, if you got somebody that you want to impress, you can sometimes take over somebody else's at a bay for a little while. I I think we're working on kind of teaming up with a couple other agencies in the, maybe in the next year or two. And, you know, if we get opportunities at that job, at those jobs, then maybe we'll try to share some space or something like that, kind of crash their party and, get a little help from them oh yeah and you know if, if you have to chill out you know a day rate the first time and and you, it's like tipping the bartender on your first drink you know it, it mm-hmm. pays off sometimes it's a good way to put a little it. extra love at the start and then it's like okay now that you're in the door now we can chat you know so you come serious and come be like yeah we got some big deal clients we want to pay we want to, we want the, the nice treatment and then once you're in there like all right let's talk about deals and all that kind of stuff um, I mean, yeah, it's well, well, the pipeline, if you figure that, if you crack that shit, I'd be interested to, oh, for sure. On the, the sizzle reel pod. I mean, it's, I, I like follow like every, 
editor I can on Instagram. You know, I feel like seeing who's cutting and who's like sort of getting picked and sort of realizing like, you know, what are the top notch post houses and who are the directors that are picking these people, you know? Yeah. Uh, see, reels look like? you're, you're much more, uh, dedicated and committed to that craft than I think either of us are like I I, ref, I first of all I don't even use social media and and I well I use TikTok but I don't I don't use it to keep up with any industry shit really like I I just kind of try to I don't know just uh kind of carve out this little digital niche I guess what I focus on is sports so I that's how I we get a lot of sports clients because I I focus on sports but um yeah, I don't know, man. I, 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 you know my opinion on this shit, Evan. Like, editing is the best kept secret, and it's no longer a secret. It's not hard to do. It's just tedious. And when you're cutting like shorter things, it's easy. You just follow the script and you fucking cut it. Like, no one's a good editor. People are just editors. <laughs> uh, sure. That's some sure. cynical no, shit no right there. No one's a good editor. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can jump on board with that. But I get, I get the sense. I guess, yeah. let me, let me change it. There's one good editor and he's on the line right now. Hey. hey. Yeah. No, no, no. It's you. Sitting right across from you. No, well, I was no. going, I was like, are, do you, do you uh, have any spots for another editor on your uh, tree Ford team this year? I was wondering when I was going to get the call, if I was going to get Do you want, do you want to go? Cause Bro, we actually I, I do. said no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You said no when you had the when you had the family. You giving up on them yet? <laughs> so like you're, you're out. You said you said I'm out on them. One time, Treeport decided to do two in one year, which was insane to me. Do you actually want to go this March, dude? I love that. The lineup is looking great. I was thinking about just going on my own if I wasn't going. Yes, there, so. yeah. We would love to have you. We would prefer to have you because Chris does not want to stay up till four in the morning editing again. <laughs> last All time, right, did well, you ever hear the story about what happened to Chris at the last one? I heard it that he knocked it out of the park. That was the gist. You didn't hear about I, the porta potty? <laughs> no. Is that, no, is that I, safe I for, for the show? Yeah, Chris? yeah, that's fine. I thought I got all the three four recap, but I guess I missed it. I hear Chris will tell you. Oh, I'm going to pass the phone down. <laughs> all right. So the, the very uh, brief version is I was on acid that <laughs> evening and uh i was hanging out at main stage uh you know where where we hang out drink beers fuck around while we're while we're waiting and uh i my girlfriend was there and she wanted to go take photos in the photo pit so i gave her my my all access badge or my photo badge i still had my all access uh wristband on and then i went to the bathroom and uh you know i'm, I'm sitting there it, there's no light it's very dark so i'm i'm sitting there pissing just trying to <laughs> just try, try trying to trying to get things going and then all of a sudden there's a big bang on the, on the door and i'm like yo what's up and they're like you got to get out of there i'm like what what why you know i i thought in my head i was like well i have been in here a while maybe they think i'm like doing coke or something yeah and and <laughs> it takes so long to do coke. exactly exactly <laughs> hey when you're tripping yeah and, and like uh, you know my brain's going a thousand miles an hour and then they bang again i'm like all right all right i'm coming out and then uh it, you know it's like three of those security dudes you know rednecks in their orange shirts mm -hmm. and they're like 
you got to come with us. You got to get out of here. I'm like, oh, I'm like, okay, why? What? Like, I'm part of the, I'm part of the team. I have my all access wristband. Like I'm supposed to be here. And then like one of the younger dudes was like, oh, okay. I'm sorry. That uh, big misunderstanding. Like you're good. And I was like, okay, cool. And then I, I went to the, the, uh, hand washing station and I, I get the soap on my hand and then then the big guy comes back and like grabs me and is like you gotta go I'm like can I wash my fucking hands and uh, and then I got kicked out of main stage and I you know I, I I don't know your experience with drugs but when you're in that mental state like I I felt so terrible I was like wow I got I got kicked out of tree fort like or I think earlier that day I had gotten a tree fort tattoo too I'm like you know I'm like I, I dedicated so much to this festival and they're just they're just taking me out oh my god it was uh they like saw you give your badge to your girlfriend or something like what was it why were they tripping I I mean that's the thing is like I honestly don't know I think they were just overzealous. Were well, yeah, I, I was tripping. Like I, I I don't know I I didn't really get it and it was hilarious because like as they're taking me away, you know, not in cuffs, but that 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 same kind of vibe. The only person in in the photo tent was Graham. <laughs> So I, I'm just well, getting carried away, and I'm like, Graham, witness me. You know, it's like I'm supposed to be here. It's uh, I can't. I, he then showed up to the the bar that we were at, like wide eyed and sweating, with his heart like pounding, and he was like, I don't know what just happened. I don't know where I. We were like, Come on, Chris, oh it's God. okay. You know, it'll be all right. And uh, then he went and edited the videos. So that yeah, was like, <laughs> that, that was my favorite video that I edited all week. <laughs> there you go. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Evan, we'll, we'll, I'm sure I'm sure you had to get on the line and get all incredulous. And what are you doing to my team, kind of thing, Alexi? Did you? No, did nope, you that wasn't my team at the time. I I was doing the documentary last year, so I was like, damn, dude, that sucks. Well, you know what? <laughs> Back at it tomorrow, I guess. <laughs> we'll, we'll get them. <laughs> Uh, we, uh, yeah, but this year we'll get you out there. I think that would be a welcome, welcome respite for Chris and then Chris can shoot, you know? Yeah. I mean? Yeah. That'd be great. I'm Evan. I'm shooting this year as well. No so. way. Yeah. No way. I mean, I might break the, I might break the news here. I, I don't even know if I've said it on the pod before, but this might be my last year. I'm leaning towards like 90%. This is my last year doing tree for it. Cause, um, I just don't, it's just, you know, I just don't have the time for it. It's like, it's a, it's a long flight. It's a lot of money and it's a lot of time. So I'll go, I'll still go, I'll still go as a patron or whatever, but not as a worker bee. Okay. You know? So there you go. You got exclusive, you got exclusive news. Well, there. I got to get in while you're there, you know, so let's go. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. I'd be, I'd be down. Dude, the lineup looks great. I'm, I'm stoked. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. Um, Evan, let me, uh, I'll, let me, I'll, I'll let you go. I kind of ambushed you with this uh, podcast appearance, but <laughs> let me, uh, I'll call you, I'll call you like next week and we'll actually talk for real, for real. Sounds good, man. All right, here, See I'll give Chris, Chris the phone so he can say bye to you. Okay. <laughs> Dude, Evan, I I really hope I hope you come to Tree Fort because I don't I don't think we've actually met in person, so no. it, it'll be it'll be nice. It'll be real nice. Just a couple editors cutting it up. It'll be like the Spider Man meme. <laughs> <laughs> right on, guys. Enjoy. Thanks for having me on. All right, yeah, of course, you, man. Catch you soon, brother. Bye. Um, that was it. That was Evan. Wow, what a great first segment. Yeah, that turned into something. Worked out perfectly. Yeah, that's the, that's a lesson in life. Always wing it.
<laughs> and then stuff will work out. What uh, what did you put in the rundown? Bob's uh, Burgers. <laughs> yeah, the, the only thing I put in the rundown, and honestly, I don't know how interesting it is, but Bob's Burgers, The Simpsons, and Family Guy have all been renewed for two more seasons at Fox, which... Checks out. First of all, I, I'm... Kind of like flabbergasted that Bob's Burgers is on season. F- it's going to be season fourteen and fifteen. Yeah. I didn't realize it had been around that long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and if, for my money, currently that is easily the best cartoon of the three. You know, the new episodes. I haven't watched any of the new episodes of any of those, but it makes sense that they're all getting renewed because, like, you got to think about it. Like, the only reason that TV shows wouldn't would like fall off and not get renewed there's so much of a human element to them. Like there's so many, there's actors, you know what I mean? Yeah, they have yeah. to look the same. They have to be acting. It's just like these small things that, you know, they're, they're doing the best they can every season, but sometimes like shit just doesn't, it just doesn't work. Cause it's so many things coming together. <laughs> yeah. All you're doing is drawing the same figure over and over again and making new scenarios for it. Well, but even, you know, you, you look at, the Simpsons they're gonna be on seasons 35 and 36 imagine doing that voice for 36 years like yeah and and keeping that team together and especially because you know it's it's been known for a while that like they all have massive salary demands which makes sense because the Simpsons especially in syndication it must make so much money yeah and I I mean, I'm excited for it. Family Guy, I could give a shit about. I can't believe it's still running. Like, for me, the but the reason I can believe all of these are still running is because, like, I don't know. Think about it. Like, think about like Mickey Mouse or like Tom and Jerry. Like those cartoons were like so old. Yeah, uh, Daffy yeah. Duck, Bugs Bunny, all that stuff is so old, and they're still making it to this day because it's like strong, strong IP. Strong or IPs, yeah. So That's same it. with all of this shit. This is just like the new era of. This is like the adult version of uh, Bugs Bunny. More or less, right? Yeah, why not? Um, and, you know, kind of in that same same uh, world, Justin Roiland, who who's like the, the creator yeah. and does the voices for Rick and Morty, he's out. Which, he's gone. But they're going to continue doing the show, the show, which is super interesting. Just like I, I'm sure there's so many good uh, like voice actors who can do those voices at this point. Like I've yeah. seen them on TikTok yeah. plenty. But just to the show's gonna be fine. That's what's crazy is that like the person who can create it like can leave and the show will be fine when it's done so well. Like at a certain point, like you don't necessarily add anything to it if that makes sense. Like, like I don't even know does does Seth MacFarlane even do Family Guy anymore? He does voices, doesn't he? Um, yeah. Like, yeah. but he could leave and the show would be fine. Like, so many people he, understand. He does, a, he does a lot of the voices, but he does. I don't think he writes for it. I don't think yeah. he is anything other than like an executive producer for it. Yeah. Now. But I bet like if he like left tomorrow, Family Guy wouldn't really change. Like, people understand the voice of that show yeah, so well. It's, it's become true. so ingrained. Like, if you, if if you leave like during season any of the first like five, five seasons, then probably like the show changes. But yeah. at this point it's like, well, same thing with Rick and Morty, right? Like that show has been on for so long and it's like such a fan favorite that I feel like whenever, whenever something gets as big where people can write like fan fiction about it, then it's yeah. like, then that means like the show can run on its own and it doesn't need anyone. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Maybe that's fucked up. I, um, for, for me, I always, when like changing voice actors, I always go back, to Doug, 
the the 90s Nickelodeon show. Mm-hmm. At one point, uh, Doug was voiced by Billy West, who he's a great voice actor. He also does Philip J. Fry and, uh, you know, a few other iconic characters. But then it went to Disney for like the last two seasons and it was mm-hmm. a different voice actor. And like, I mean, the entire series was different. The tone was different. But like just that completely took me out of it and like yeah. I, I couldn't I, I didn't care like I rewatched the whole series over COVID and once I got to those Disney's uh, Disney episodes I was just the, out the, but also the thing with well I, I, there's there's so many things I play there too because that's a whole different network yeah, so, yeah yeah but like also Doug was so much less in like the fabric of the zeitgeist or whatever. Yeah. Doug was like a, it was a kids show. Yeah, like not it was only big for kids, but not only was it a kids show, but it was also like such a. It was kind of a like a almost like a niche kids show as well. Like yeah, I know it was on those channels, but like it's not like you were buying. No one was asking for like Doug toys. You know what I mean? Like, sure, it wasn't sure, like that yeah. Big. Whereas like yeah. I would argue even a show like this might be not correct but i would argue like even a show like rocket power is kind of bigger than doug because rocket hmm. power had like things made like you know you could get rocket Rider power stuff on a mission they're writers we're writers on a mission you're just a shooby bro i'm a shooby wooby wooby you know what i'm saying curly curly from uh three stooges yeah um all right well let's go to the break when we come back we'll do some other shit yep Welcome back, Sizzlers. Welcome. We are still winging it for this second half, We're and that's it. that's okay. You know, We're like a fucking bird, you know, like an eagle or sure. a chicken. Yeah, fly, eagle, fly. Fly, chicken. Um, next week, we, we already have things figured out for next week for the second half. I think we have a pretty good segment. Oh, yeah. But, uh, you know, we need we need a guest it? moderator. Yes. It was like, you know that, let's, I'll tease it. We'll tease it real quick. Sure. We'll let them know what to sure. expect for next week. Actually, this would be a great call for people to send their own shit in. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the game, uh, there's like a game called Mary Fuck Kill or something like sure. that. Fuck Mary Kill. And we're doing a more like Mary sp- Kill. Uh, I've never met her. We're doing a sports <laughs> related one kind of. Yeah. Uh, that's a little bit less grotesque called Start Bench fuck right <laughs> i think it's start a, bench cut start bench cut yeah, sorry, no, yeah, sorry i thought it was start yeah. bench fuck yeah um so either way what that means is there will be like a three items sure we're trying we're gonna try to make them like post-production or production related yeah uh, for, and, for just an example premiere resolve avid right that's a great one you choose one to start one to bench and one to cut right one to totally, <laughs> get totally it one get to cut of, one to, <laughs> hey whoa it's pretty good hey. but uh we might change the name from start bench and cut to like something like uh, i don't know some production related yeah make it, make it something more fun. witty yeah. yeah something witty so if you have uh, a trio of things for us to choose between basically Text them. Yeah. Text, text them. Text three three two three 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 forty three sixty one. Matt Matt. Text <laughs> those fucking suggestions. If you guys can't be bothered to call, maybe you can fucking text. Yeah. Get off your guys. lazy asses, you motherfuckers. Um all right. Well, hopefully that makes you want to. <laughs> hopefully that makes you want to participate. Hostile towards the the listeners. I'm like the uh, Bobby Knight of podcasts. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. Are you throwing that chair across yeah, the Mad right, H King Memorial Podcast Arena and Lounge? That was wow. a chair falling. Violent. Yeah, that's right. Um, Chris, uh, that's for next week. Yeah. So we do have, and and the weeks after that, 
are you're going to be gone so we're going to be doing a running a little clip show with that's all the crazy. what we learned last week so yeah, you're, going we, to, you're going to europe that's true i'm going for two weeks we still have to do my my birthday extravaganza i that's don't understand what half. that is that's the first half okay. of next week's show all right so to all you motherfuckers complaining that we're winging it we actually have like we have a content calendar it's yeah and i mean solid. it's fine it's fine it's been a very busy week i alexi and i were both here in the in the office until after 11 o'clock yeah um it was quite it was quite nuts it was pretty pretty annoying yeah i haven't had at least it's done 13 hour day since well i guess for for mls we had some pretty long days but that was that was different because you know we were doing a lot of different things throughout the day and there were actually you know interesting events we weren't just sitting down editing for 13 hours straight there yeah um yeah that's a lot of that's a lot of editing it, it was a lot and uh yeah it's weird i haven't I used to work, you know, five to 10 hours of overtime every week in news. And, you know, it was, it was had its ups and downs. Like I got like 10 or $15,000 a year just in overtime. So I, how, I actually really wanted that overtime, but you know, long term, you're, you're just miserable. How much of it do you think is, uh, like, I guess it's a combination of things. Like part of it's like a change in industry. I know it's the same industry, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like a change within the industry to different, a different sector of it. Yeah. But how much of that is also like, um, you know, pandemic shit, right? Like do people, are people just like not working overtime as much anymore because you can kind of I chill and do your own thing. I, I've never worked overtime. Like I, there was one time briefly yeah. for like less than a year that I had a job at a company and I it was like the worst shit I ever did in my life. And, um, there I had to work overtime and not get compensated for it. It was really awful. Yeah. Were you I was, salaried? I was a W-2. Yeah. It was fucking sucked. It was like the worst. Well, I mean, you can be W-2 and still or whatever. Get, get it was it, salaried, yeah, salaried, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Same, same idea. Yeah. Whatever. And my point is, yes, I, I had no overtime. It was fucking whack. That's and so trash. I would, I remember the, that there was one month that just completely like soured my entire, I already like wasn't really fucking with the place. Yeah. But I, totally my whole thing went sour because there was it was from thanksgiving to christmas i think i got two days off the whole time nope can't I worked, do it i worked like every weekend and during there was times when i'd be there till like midnight the company christmas party like missed it had oh to work yeah you had to work it. through it, was it. fucking whack yeah. and i had to work on christmas eve it was like the whole thing was just like fucking lame um so all that is to say that made me be like i don't want to ever work like super late on shit unless i have like a you know unless i know the person and i'm it's like there's a reason for it it's not i'm not gonna make some fucking motherfucker some money well and like for you i mean you probably didn't even have to stay as late as you did i think it it set you up for today to be a little bit more chill yeah do you think you would have stayed as late if i wasn't there i think i would have maybe i don't know it's tough to say because like for me the reason i like to stay late if I'm like the only, the times when I will stay late, I guess is if I am, like you said, getting, it'll save me time for tomorrow. Right? Sure. Sure. So today, like I didn't have to get in until like oh, between 11 and noon. Yeah. If I hadn't stayed until 11 though, I probably would have had to get in at like eight or nine. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Or you'd just be working super late on a Friday night and you also, had two podcasts to do today. And that's probably, probably honestly what I would have done is I would have just like canceled rounds of sound again and been like, sorry, I just can't afford to do this today. I have yeah. to fucking finish. Um, but I finished the thing I was supposed to finish. I got lucky. Yeah. I, I mean, will say though, I did like, 
I mean, this is this isn't even bad. I'm not. I'm not even gonna say it. Yeah, because I was gonna say I did thirty hours. I'll, nah, I'll, I'll say I did thirty hours of work in three days, and it's like, you know, thirty. That, that's that's like normal for people. Yeah, that that's the thing for me is like I I know that ten hour days are not necessarily like the standard, but they're very standard at, for editors. You know, we, we're pretty much an eight hour work day. Yeah, I can't. I can't imagine 10 hour days every single day as an editor. I would not enjoy that. My rate would skyrocket. Like it would not be like just, just for example, say that I'm a thousand dollars for an eight hour day. I would make it 1500 for a 10 hour day. Like I would make it exponentially larger because I don't want to work those extra two hours. Like I'm, I'm just not going to be as efficient i'm gonna be in a bad mood all the time i don't want to work that much i don't i wouldn't even i wouldn't even really accept it if it was like the if i was told like hey it's gonna be 10 hours a day yeah like i'd have to either do either what you're saying like make the price higher or i would have to just i would just turn it down because like yeah for me like I don't even need eight hours to get done what I get done. I think sure. I, I can, I can pretty much work six hours a day and do accomplish as much as a lot of people who work 10 hours a day. Yeah. Um, therefore I don't like to work 10 hours a day. I just don't like, yeah. I, I just value my time a lot more. Like for me, it's also a, a point of diminishing return at a certain level, right? Like I'll within when I get in, I don't, you know, some people like will get in and like take some time to get into it. When I walk in, I immediately start. Like I walk in and go and double click Premiere. And while it's opening, I go pour a water and then I go and I sit and I start. Like I, within three minutes of walking in the door, I'm in the project and working. And like when I, I don't take breaks, I don't look at like, I mean, I'll take a break here and there to get up and go to the bathroom and go get water. Yeah. But like, I don't like, open up you know reddit and read shit i don't open up uh, the soccer news and like read about soccer Mm -hmm. i literally am fucking working so like i will work for five hours straight and i'll be done yeah yeah. so so it's like if i'm done like why i don't want to stay another five hours i'm fucking done (laughs) yeah i i I like i'm different in that way where i i'm going to get the same amount of work done no matter if it's a five hour day or an eight hour day. Cause like if I, if I get in early and I don't have like a crazy deadline, then I am going to fuck around on Reddit or read about sports uh, every, you know, like 30 minutes or something like that. I'll take a a five minute break, but it's because I know I have the time, you know, like I know what I can get done in that time. And you know, kind of should just say but sometimes i don't want to send a cut too early because i think you know right they'll expect everything to be that fast i don't even think that's true to say i think that's like the standard for like that's 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 playing the game like yeah you have exactly to, you can't just fucking like bend to everyone's every whim all the time or the whole system gets fucked up yeah i mean th- this week it was it was different because i didn't have to work so late to get done what i needed to get done like most rounds took me less than an hour to to finish it's just that you know the the feedback loop was yeah there was a it lot was slow of, there was there was a lot of feed rounds of feedback but each it felt like each time there was like not that much to to change i don't really know i wasn't i wasn't working on your project obviously yeah, but like it was a few shots at a time a few graphics at a time yeah and we ended up on v21 and so 
to shed some light on it, this is a continuation of a video we did a couple weeks so ago. So when you started, you started at V... V12 was... V11 is what I delivered last time. So you did 11 versions for the first go at it, and you did yeah. 11 versions for the second Basically, go Basically, yeah. And, and really, it was more than that. I think I ended up sending like 35 different things because a lot of those versions were, you know, uh, V18... Uh, this track, that track, the different song. fourth track, right. or V18, no supers, V18, supers right. with color added, V18, supers, no color, you know, like many, many different versions just to, for me, it was like, maybe I can expedite things by showing them lots of options mm -hmm. and they can make decisions. That didn't always happen. Sometimes they're like, well, we like all of them. Let's just keep sending all of them. And I'm like, ah, I, I did it to myself, huh? Backfired. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty good. That's how it goes. But, you know, they, they seemed happy oh. at the end and, and I like working with them. I will say, like you were saying earlier, you know, you'll take a break every little bit to like fuck around for a second or whatever. Yeah. For me, I will just wait until I'll, I, I do one of two things. It's like I'll either wait until the very last possible minute to fucking start it yep. or I will start it immediately and finish it quick and, and then obviously delay sending it a little bit. But like. It just depends on the relationship, right? Like, sure. Like, for example, yeah. when we work with Matt, like those things, I do them like immediately when they're there. Like as soon as the stuff is there, I do it and I send it because I know that like I don't have to play the game with him. Like, sure. We sure. know like we're both like, hey, let's just get the shit done. I'm not going to like be like, oh, well, now the budget's changed because of the, like it's not going to happen. Like mm -hmm. I'm not there. He's, he's not going to fuck around like that. So yeah. that's another like pretty valuable lesson. Like if you have a tight relationship with someone you respect their work like just treat them the same treat like you know just treat them normally and like keep rewarding them with with the same type of budgets and shit like that don't yeah. cut because if you start cutting things based on someone's perform someone's good performance yeah then, then like the whole thing sours like no one's gonna want to sure and you know like take <clears throat> the work we do for mls for example like we have um, during the season, we do like the, the goal of the week, the, uh, save of the week, all that stuff. Yeah. And that, that is a tight deadline. You know, we get everything at seven thirty, eight in the morning. It's all going to be done by noon. Basically. Yeah, exactly. So if, if I'm doing one of those projects, I'm not fucking around on Reddit. Like yeah. I am trying to do that as fast as possible and send it to them. Yeah. And, and that kind of carries on to even the, the slightly less, uh, time urgent, projects with them because part of what they pay for is our speed true so like i if if the client understands like that's why our rate is high is because we do it so quickly mm -hmm. then yes we're gonna do it quickly we're gonna hold up to our standard yeah but if we're getting a lower rate then it's like well you get it when you get it yeah true i mean also for me like uh you know part of the way that i fuck around at the office is more like just uh, like this, like this shit. Yeah, like that's doing true. Podcasts yeah. or like, you know, I don't know. This you're not wasting time. You're doing things. They're just not necessarily that. They're not. Project. They're not editing. Yeah, or yeah. they're like more like kind of looser frameworks. Or you, like you have meetings, connecting have, with yeah, people, phone calls. Right. That's uh, so. Amy made us start doing this hour tracker, and uh, I don't know if we even brought. Have we brought? No, we haven't brought this up. No, on the show, no, we, we just started. So on last Friday, one of the when did we even talk about the acquisition or anything we, no, no no shit all right well um should we just say it i mean i guess this is so deep in the episode no one's gonna fucking yeah, hear is it, it time to announce yeah why, why not we got bought by a company yeah there it is <laughs> um so basically like one of the things that was happening when this acquisition was happening 
was uh, the the question was how many billable hours do you have available? Yeah. So and, so before we were bought there, we were considering a deal where this person just buys all of our extra billable hours. Right. This company. Yes. Com- corporations are people too, my friend. Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> the, Mitt Rom- the old Mitt Romney saying. Yeah. Um. Yeah. They they were like, what? How many billable hours do you have? Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I mean, I don't know what your we, thought was, but I was like, I don't know. Like, we both. What do you mean? How many billable hours do you have? We both estimated that we have like twenty free hours a week throughout the year. Like, you know, just averaged out. You yeah. know, including our slow weeks where we really don't have any client work, and you know. Then there's weeks where we're working 50 hours in the week. Yeah. Yeah. Or more. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but, but I was like, um, I, I don't know. I, I didn't really understand the, the concept. Like I knew what it was. Like yeah. If you asked me, I could have been like, oh, it's an hour that you can bill for. But yes. Yes. How many billable hours do you have? Well, I sleep eight. So well, I sleep 10. <laughs> well, I sleep 12. So 12. <laughs> but my, my point is like, I, I didn't understand really the nuances and, and intricacies of it sure and uh you know one of the things that we've decided to do um starting the last couple of weeks is actually create a tracker um that has every hour yep laid out and you kind of write what you were working on that hour as you go so then at the end you can look back at it and go Oh, I committed this many hours to this thing. Oh, I committed this many hours to to this thing, you know? Sure. I think it's been, uh, it's actually pretty nice. Yeah. I mean, it's a good visual representation of how we're spending our time and like where there, where there's leeway and where there's not and you know, what kind of openings we have. Um, it's made me even just over the past couple of weeks that are past, not couple of weeks. Well, I guess at the point this comes out, it'll be a couple of weeks, but even over the last, you know, week or so however long i it's i've started to think about things a little bit differently where i'm like oh okay this is like seeing that rounds of sound like literally took up two hours today and i always knew it did i always knew it took up two hours but to see it represented like visually oh shit you know that took up this time and actually i only spent this much time on this thing today or whatever It, it kind of puts things into perspective you know like even this week, I spent two hours on biz dev, right? Sure. But like, it, it may seem like I only spent two hours on it, which isn't that much, but we have, we, I got like a ton of shit that I have to follow up on and a ton of meetings set up for next week. Absolutely. So it's like, damn, doesn't really take that long. You can just do biz dev for one hour a day, two separate days a week. So they're not obviously not right next to each other. Yeah. yeah. And like, you can create, a lot of opportunity. You know? Well, and it's it's also a great way to see like what projects are worth it, you know, where we're making money and where we're losing money cuz yeah. like, you know, before we can we kind of have an idea, we can figure it out um just eyeballing it so to speak, but to mm-hmm. see it uh, you know, on a spreadsheet like that and you can actually calculate exactly to, to see it to the hour. Exactly. Cause the way we were always doing stuff. And I, I would even argue that like, I still think this is a, an asset, like a asset or an advantage or whatever, but the way we were doing it before we would always do day rates. And I think we were like, I can't speak for you, but I would die on day rate Hill. I would be like, it's always about day rates. Uh, don't do anything less. If you need to do half a day, fine. If the situation's right. But I was always like book by the day. So I remember 
when they when this acquisition was happening and they said billable hours, I yeah. think my first response was like, we don't do hourly. We bill, we do by the day. Sure. They were like, that's not the question. And I was like, I, I think that is the question. Turns out I was wrong. That was yeah. Not yeah. The yeah. <laughs> um, n- not to go off on a crazy tangent, but so I've, I've been getting texts from this random number today. Um, it's a three Oh three number, which I think is Denver, but it started out hi how are you it's been a long time since we saw each other right so i assumed it's just one of those normal right scam Spam. yeah yeah exactly texts and usually if you don't reply there's no follow-up but i've gotten f- three follow-ups since then it's sorry can you text me back please are you busy please take a moment to reply to my message and just now why didn't you reply i'm waiting here so i i looked up the number and <clears throat> this the second search result is available tonight or day ready doggy anal and 69 and then you click on that link and it's it's an escort it's an escort service an escort is just texting you randomly they're just yeah i don't trust this trying to hang out and that's the thing is like now i'm curious and i i want to text back to be like who do you think i am but i'm also like are you gonna? You should Facetime them. Oh my God! No, thank how you. Did, how did Cisreal just turn into Howard Stern? <laughs> what, what just happened? <laughs> um, yeah, billable hours. <laughs> um, well, yeah, keep us in the loop. Let us know next week what ends up happening. Yeah, sure, that. sure. What you, what you got going on over there? But um, but yeah, man, I don't know. It's uh, it's it, it has it has been an interesting thing to to kind of see all this, and. Uh, I urge anyone who, you know, if you're a freelancer or some shit who has it, like, I kind of wish I'd, I, I low key wish I had been doing this as a freelancer. Yeah. Like, yeah. I know that it probably wasn't as important and it didn't really matter, but I, it's a lot of data that's like pretty fucking useful. And to know like how many hours you put into a project, like for real, for real. Mm-hmm. And then like being able to actually at the end of the day, divide that with the paycheck, what the paycheck says, like you'll get a, a better idea of what jobs are worth it and which ones aren't. Yeah. I mean, up until maybe about six months ago, what I was doing and I just kind of stopped it, but I did it for about two years. I had a Google keep document that just every single day I would write down what I did that day. And that kind of gave us an idea of like, one, you know, what I was being paid for and two, just like how long certain projects took. But that's the thing is like a lot of those days, I I wasn't actually working on that project all eight hours. You know, it's just yeah. like that's what took up the bulk of my day. So that's what I wrote down. So it wasn't necessarily giving you the full picture. It was yeah. giving you a good idea. But sometimes it would seem like, oh, you spent 10 days on this project that we got you know, $3,000 for like, how is that worth it? But then it's like, well, it's not yeah. all I was doing on those days. I think it. Right. Maybe I spent an hour a day. Yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. I, um, I, I, I will say like, this is kind of the, a slippery slope though, like being this meticulous with hours. Cause that's kind of maybe what Evan was talking about. I don't want to say for sure. Cause I don't, I didn't ask him, Yeah, but like, uh, you know, he said he's down to four days instead of five, which to me, that sounds like a good thing, but also it if depends. you're say you're losing like a day of pay per he, week, I'm sure he is. And so, you know, that part sucks, but also you get a free day. But I mean, that's, I mean, why, that, that's why, 10 why, weeks of pay. That's I guess two months of pay. You know why, like, why I'm saying it's a slippery slope is the fact that like maybe what's going to end up happening. I mean, I don't think this will happen with us, but a possibility would be to like see this and then go, you know, 
wow, we don't need to be like we have clearly a lot of free time. We could just like take on more stuff. Take on more stuff is probably I mean, I, the way we're gonna look at it. But that's always if, if true. You were, if you were like a big conglomerate or a big company that had a lot of workers who had to fill this type of shit out, I could see them very easily being like, "There's a lot of people with a lot of free time. Let's cut one and redistribute their workload or whatever." Right? Yeah. So for I, I'm okay with this. Like as a purely you, me, and Amy document, I don't yeah, really totally. want it to be for anyone else ever. I agree. Um, like. W- <laughs> Like, we don't need to be ratting ourselves out that we're not working a full 40 hours. I I 100% agree. I will say, I think I worked 40 hours this week, though. Yeah, I mean, I definitely did. I think I worked, like, yeah, like 45 at least. I didn't fill them all out. Doing the math right now. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 34... 35, 36, 37, 38, 39, 40. I'm literally at 40. Hey, look at that. Damn, son. 40 hours. That's... uh. That's that's pretty lit, honestly. Quite lit. Because I didn't get into, I didn't start before noon. I mean, <laughs> so somehow it happened. I don't know. It was like that one twelve-hour day, I guess. Um. All right. Well, look. I I don't know. Should we just fucking wrap it? I don't even yeah, know how long I, we've been going. I think but. I think we're about fifty minutes in, something like that. Wow, I think we perfect. can wrap up. All right. Let's wrap up. Let's go to everyone's favorite uh thing of the entire uh millennium. What we learned last week. What we learned. Last week, do you want me to start? You can uh, start. Go ahead. Okay, cool. So, all right, Chris, why don't you go for it? <laughs> this one is honor uh, in honor of, uh, uh, I guess, a sister podcast, Feminine Features. You were oh, yeah, you were a guest uh, this week, and that episode just dropped. Uh, the The episode was about the movie Titanic. James Cameron, I think he beat me in uh, Chris versus. I believe so. And uh, this one is that the hand that was drawing the the picture. I know this is a pretty common one, but I didn't know it. Oh, you just learned it. I just learned it last week. This, <laughs> last week, um, that that hand is James Cameron's hand. Yeah. And uh, they actually had to because he's left-handed. They had to like flip flip the image to make it work. It, the drawing looks like shit. Yeah, I mean, the drawing looks but, terrible. But apparently, but apparently, Leonardo DiCaprio was even worse. Like he was, yeah. he just like couldn't do it at all. I'm not surprised, but it's just like the. That's one thing I always noticed in Titanic is how like his portfolio has like all these drawings. And then the one he does of her is like this line sketch. It's yeah. Like, well, it's okay. Fair enough, I yeah. guess. Um, yeah, I was just on that on that show on a Feminine Features. Uh, it's actually out right now. Yeah, it just the, came out today. It just came out today. Uh, go well, look it up. Three I, days ago at this point, but you know. No, no, no. We post on the same day we oh, post. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. So um, it's, uh, yeah, Feminine Features of the podcast. I think this is uh, season three, episode 12 is my episode. It's, cool. Uh, Titanic. That's right. I, I went in there. and Eventually, eventually we're going to do a crossover episode. Yeah, soon, soon, mm-hmm. soon. We'll have Windsor and Sully on. That'll be great. Um, all right. For my what I learned last week. I uh, I wrote uh, Jacko Do J A K H O D O. It is oh. a. It, it, I was at the Brooklyn Museum and I was walking around to the uh, like the Asian part of it that had like old Asian shit. Mm-hmm. And I went to the Korean part and um, there was a drawing. There was like a tapestry and this tapestry, it was old looking and it had a tree with a little bird in it. And uh, then it had a big tiger underneath the tree and the tiger's face 
looked so fucked up and stupid. <laughs> and I was just like, bruh. And the bird was perfect, right? The bird looked great. A tree looked great. Everything looked great. I was like, why the fuck could they not draw cats? Because like at that point, that was like the first one in the Korean part. But then yeah. I'd seen like cats in the other parts of it. And I was like, none of these people knew how to draw fucking cats, man, back in the day. Like mm-hmm. even you look at medieval shit, all those cats look fucking stupid. All Everything looks terrible. And so then... For some reason, I ended up like looking, trying to look it up. And I typed in like Korean bird tiger tapestry Brooklyn Museum. Mm -hmm. Turns out that is a style of painting or of of drawing called Jack Hodo, where like literally it's such a prescribed style. It is a bird. It's supposed to be a uh, what are those birds? A magpie. magpie. Yeah. Supposed to be a magpie sitting in a tree with a tiger below it and the tiger is purposely supposed to have a fucking stupid ass look on its face like it's supposed to have like bug eyes and its tongue hanging out like looking like a total fool because it was a method of like protest for the lower classes Mm -hmm. they would basically have these that poked fun at the rich because the tiger's supposed to represent the upper class and the rich and then the magpie's supposed to represent the working class yep so it was almost like a symbolic thing and uh, i think this was they did. They this was like a style that was big, starting in the 1400s. I think. I don't think it was big for like hundreds of years after that. That's wild. Um, so I was like, well, damn. I was out here talking about how they made the tiger look stupid. They made it look stupid on purpose. Yeah. You know? It's it's. I mean, art is intent, right? It's. It, it was really cool because earlier that day, because we were there to look at the Virgil Abloh thing, and I was just like, man, literally all art can be traced back to class. Like classism is like the statement behind all art. Period. Like. You can't, you can't separate art from class struggle. They're literally tied. Yeah, you know what absolutely, I mean? absolutely. Because art, it, it, the whole idea of art in purchasing art or whatever is like tied to class. Like it's a way for the wealthy to show status and evade taxes. Yep, yep, yep. Um, this is a picture of the the one. How stupid that cat looks. Oh like. man. I, well, I mean, you yeah. you told me about this last week, so I looked it up, and there's like literally dozens upon dozens of that same painting but all slightly different yeah like yeah they but it's the the composition's say, always the same i would say the, there's like hundreds even, yeah like maybe thousands like literally they did this for i think it was from 1400 to 1800 was when it was really big so like 400 years of people drawing a dumb cat underneath a tree so like that's hilarious we're, we're gonna have to get that commission for the office now that right? would be sick if we got one of those at the yeah, office actually that would be pretty fucking lit I think for uh, for Sizzle Reel, we should make a new logo. Okay. It's like an editor bird and then like a producer dumbass tiger. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was fucked up. Um, all right. Well, uh, yeah, Chris, where can the people find us? We are at Sizzle Reel Gang on Twitter and Instagram. We are Sizzle Reel Gang at gmail.com. We also have Shishkin Productions content on Instagram uh, and maybe TikTok as well. And of course, we have the Sizzle Reel Gold Line. Brr. Call or, or text. text. You can text or now. text. The number is 332-333-4361. Call in, call in. It's the it's the place to call. It's the yep. place to text. Give us a call and uh, give us three options for start bench cut. You know, yeah, like yeah. example again was Premier, uh, Premier Resolve, Resolve Avid, Avid or like coffee, tea, water, you know, sure. and stuff like that. That's what you drink while you're yeah. editing, you know what I'm saying? Um, there's a lot of, of great options, and we hope to hear some of them from you guys. Can't wait. Um, all right. Well, uh, so long. Adios. See ya. Bye.
Shishkin Productions podcast.